This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Cannabisradio.com proudly presents Grassroots Marketing. Each episode curates thought-provoking dialogue with an exclusive class of thought leaders who will offer high-end roundtable business strategies and solutions that seek to prune and harvest great ideas in each 30-minute episode. Thought leaders in the cannabis industry convene here to share some of their best practices and protocols. Let's chart the growth of this burgeoning industry, one of the world's premier cash crops, right now on Grassroots Marketing. We're back with another Grassroots Marketing here on CannabisRio.com, and we are waiting for all the trade shows to start coming back up and getting the invites to go back out and sponsor the events as a media sponsor. And once we do, yours truly and, and our other great team of roving reporters will be out with microphones in hand, Roving reporting throughout all the different venues of different events coming up very soon here in the fall and up to the start of 2021, 2022, as a matter of fact. We're looking forward to that. But in the meantime, here on the Grassroots Marketing Program, we wanted to make sure not to go ahead and devoid all the companies that have had not a chance to go ahead and exhibit or go to shows all around the country, all around the world, to get their voices heard and to introduce you to some great companies out there like we're going to do today. My guest right now runs one of the largest independent craft cannabis farms in California, well-versed in the cannabis trade for 10 years plus. She does it all for compliance to finance, while also having a hand in strain selection, packaging design, and brand development. Her focus is on seizing opportunities to be more fun, creative, and productive, encouraging a vibrant and happy workplace, once supported by lifelong friends and founding partners who have worked in the cannabis trade their entire lives. With me right now is the CEO and founder of Paradiso, Christina DiPaci. Christina, uh, buongiorno. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure. When I hear the Italian surname, I just, well, let's try to go a little bit. I'm Spanish, but, you know, I've watched enough movies where they've had, you had that go on where it just, you know, maybe I know just to say how to say hello. Uh, so, Christina, <laughs> across five acres in California Central Coast is where Paradiso lives. A passage to the far away where Tropicalia meets modern artistry. You know about a, united by the positive forces of cannabis, women-owned and supported by lifelong friends. You offer radiant authenticity and passion for craft, like a tranquil beach club at sunset, a natural fit to stoke the imagination. You uh, mentioned that Paradiso is your toast to these wonders splashed with inspiration, coveted genetics, exquisite strains, and terpene profiles for sun-soaked days. So as you create, <clears throat> obviously we know, Craft cannabis, same idea as would be a craft brewed uh, alcoholic beverage. The same idea where you're creating something that's micro brewed or, or micro uh, harvested. Uh, it's real. Mm -hmm. This exam, this uh, description here, take me how it interprets into the actual plant that you're crafting there at Paradiso. Absolutely. So for us, the craft really comes down to the strain selection and our plant health and our plant quality. And so we're, you know, we're bringing in 10 to 20 new strains from our breeder friends from around the state. 
We're constantly staying on trends and especially what does well for us and what gets us exciting, both from like the look and the smell of it to also the feel of it. Like, how does it smoke? How does it make you feel? Where does it, how does that experience, they all kind of factor in together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do our own, uh, we pop seeds, we do our own strain selections and we really utilize the cannabis community to, to make those decisions and to have these kind of qualities and these effects and, you know, we keep them flowing. So you always have new strains that come out of us. And, and generally we do not repeat strains, um, you know, seasonally, and it's this fun, engaging process. And I think it, it translates down all the way to the consumer who's getting, you know, just one of the strains, but they didn't know we went through 40 other strains before we chose that one for them. Um, and I think it's that kind of hands-on that makes it craft, you know? But now the craft that I want to find out is within those strains and terpene profiles, why it identifies so well with the California Central Coast, the beach environment, sunset. What are some of the, the insights of what is being done here that gives it that kind of that kind of sensor feel just because of where it's being grown or is there something more to that? Oh, I definitely think there's something more to it. I think there's inherent qualities of where a plant is grown that kind of translates on a subtle level. But for us, we really take the opportunity with the branding and packaging to help that experience. And so even from just picking up our box and seeing the way our foil uh, logo uh, hits the sun and you start to open up the box and you get these free pack of matches and then you feel the jar and it has this beautiful sticker on it. And so you're already like on the beach in your head by the time you're even opening up the flower to smell it. And so we really wanna make sure that we're creating this experience. And even if you maybe are in a city, but you're really at the beach in your head. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of the feel where the branding I always see, like when you think about clothing or, or different products, Tommy Bahama kind of gives that kind of a vibe. Or, you know, I would think um, there's other ones I could think of, but I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah, or, or almost like how Jimmy Buffett might create a Margaritaville type of sense. That kind of a vibe, that kind of a feel to it that, uh, that evokes a lot. Uh, and I like where Andrew D'Angelo, who we've had here on Cannabis Radio, uh, really what he does in general, uh, Harborside, Last Prisoner Project, writing for Forbes, actually featured you and mentioned how Paradiso radiates authenticity and expresses a passion for craft, rooted in the love of the community and planet, of their community and planet, sustainably growing cannabis and making it accessible and affordable for everyone is why they are here. And from you, you actually made mention of, quote, as a cannabis cultivator in Monterey County, it's important for me to share the story of the sea otter. I, I wanted to point this out. They acted, interacted harmoniously with humans for centuries until they were hunted to the brink of extinction. They're a joyful story of recovering their own species while revitalizing their kelp forest ecosystem they call home. I look at the sea otters and smile knowing we can regain balance on planet Earth. So talking about this, uh, so obviously this is a very uh, cognizant to where you are there in the Central Coast in Monterey County. Talk to me about what's going on here, the relation to what you're doing and why the sea otter is such an important animal and species in the environment there. I love that question. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> Research. I think for us, 
right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's, it's a challenging time to be alive and it's a challenging time to have so much information about what's going wrong with the planet and all the issues that there are. And I think part of what we want to contribute to the world is about the things that are going right and some of the things that are going well and using those as positive stories and a positive mentality so that we can continue to, to build that um, resilience and that strength. And I think that's a lot of like what the Last Prisoner Project's doing too, is like, right. hey, these are horrible things that have happened. And, but we're trying to tell you good stories and again, get, get, help get things bright. Um, and so the otter really, it's that story too. Like it was hunted. They thought every, everyone thought it was extinct for a really long time. And yeah. so, and, but it's a key animal in helping maintain to make sure the abalone don't get up super out of control wow. and to help the kelp forest really within their own, they're a keystone species. And so, you know, I think it's just, just, it's a nice distraction. <laughs> It's almost a harmonious existence of mankind, humanity itself, and uh, you know, just the world that we've been we've been blessed with. In the same vein, here in South Florida, you know, there's a lot of people that are very cognizant about the manatees, which are very uh, have been always thought close to extinction, mm -hmm. or sea turtles, and making sure they're protected. You know, that they stay in the dark, they're able to get within the water. They never, you know, we would try to help. In those areas, a lot of people that are very careful about that, regardless of what they're in, in terms of the, the business or their lifestyle, or what they feel like their their purpose to society is, or the purpose to Earth, to take care of Mother Earth. And that's where I'm coming from. It sounds like that is the, where you're trying to go ahead along with here, is, you know, is you're one with nature, you're one with even with what you do in terms of what you're doing with craft cannabis. It's in the same vein. It's appreciating Mother Earth, what we're blessed with, the environment that you have, and what you're able to do within this environment. Exactly. And it's, uh, we're a part of Mother Nature, and so is cannabis. And cannabis has been around for, you know, probably as long as humans have been around. Yeah. And it's, it's a really vital part of it. And, you know, we want to, we want to make sure that it's not um, we want to be part of that normalization conversation and it's not stigmatized and it feels it's the same of uh, our price point is approachable and affordable and so and so is the packaging and so we want to make sure people feel comfortable and um, part of nature they're just being part of nature they smoke yeah. a little bit of weed let's go to the <laughs> product line itself let's talk about that you got sativas habits indicas the packaging looks fantastic it just it has a, it, it just, it's a very classic, uh, I wouldn't say vintage, it's it's a very, kind of a, a very hip, almost got Art Deco kind of feel to the packaging. It really looks great, whether it's pre-rolls or if it's the flower itself. And you know, also the farm, everything's uh, the indoor grown, greenhouses, you know, taking advantage of that wonderful California sunshine, the environment that's there. Uh, Take me into the we, let me go direct people to the website where we're doing this paradisogardens.com p a r d i s o gardens.com uh take us through real quickly of what you're doing in terms of the flowers you're able to go ahead and craft and what's out there and what kind of strains tripping profiles can people look forward to absolutely so we in our ever rotating um 
selection of strains broke we really focus on complex terpene profiles. So they're gonna have notes of sweet with underlying notes of earthy gas is you know, our main kind of, what we're always trying to seek is like the balance between sweetness and gas. And um, we really try and listen to market demands to help reflect our strain selection. And so we're constantly pulling from popular strains and trying to stay ahead of the curve and making sure that we have them in our lineup. And so you see everything from ice cream cake to Cushman's to, wow. you know, we have Jealousy coming down the line. We did a collab with Grandy Flora and so we have Hectane with them. Um, and for us, it's, you know, there's, no one really gets to see it, but for, you know, me particularly, um, it's how it looks on the vine too, that I find so interesting and how it smells on the vine. And so we really want to make sure that it looks, you know, full circle, not only as a dried product, it looks good, but it's captivating when it's still alive and it just looks beautiful. We try to have purple notes, whether it's the full bud or just the tips are purple, you know, beautiful trichome production. So they look frosty and icy. Um, we're just trying to constantly, I think, get to this place where there's, it's just so inviting, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so entrancing, everything, like the color looks, ooh, the trichomes look gorgeous. And you just like, you can't help yourself. You really, you're, you're so um, consumed by it that then you consume it. You can't help but consume it. Fantastic. <clears throat> so at this point, uh, is there anything you can kind of fill us in on, on what kind of a, uh profiles what kind of uh, plants you're working on right now that you're in the middle of uh getting ready to harvest that people can look forward to if they can go and find it uh, pretty soda store near you or to the website oh absolutely we just did a drop of hectane dulce cake um i think dulce lotto as well as some biscotti and mojito wow. mints so those are all out on the shelf right now a lot of sweetness behind that that's good stuff so uh We've already mentioned a website, paradisogardens.com. And more importantly, where can people, you know, find it if they want to go and try it out for themselves? Where can they find Paradiso down the line? Or will you be at any shows coming up or any stores they can find your products? Absolutely. So we will be at Hall of Flowers and um, Emerald Cup this year. Those are our, our two big events that we're going to be doing. Wonderful. And then in terms of shops, we'll be at – you can – always check our website. We have a store locator there. Also our Instagram is paradiso.gardens. Um, and we have it saved in our stories of all different areas in California that we're in. Fantastic. I really do appreciate you making time to go and join us today, Christina. Um, and I really, really wish you all the best. I, I love that you, uh, it really, it's just, it's a wonderful vibe that I really get. Just the energy that you have, it just comes off really great. Love all that. And I really like what you guys are doing with Paradiso. Again, we're here with uh, Christina DiPacci, CEO and co-founder of Paradiso, paradisogardens.com. Thanks for joining us here on Grassroots Marketing. So glad to have you. Thanks for having me. It was an absolute pleasure.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.